Hello, my love, and welcome to this messy, beautiful life, the podcast. My name is Erin, and I am so, so happy to have you here. I'm a coach and mindset mentor, a recovering overthinker, an imperfect human on a journey of growth, joy, and healing, and I'm inviting you along for the ride. This podcast will explore concepts of self-development, spirituality, and harnessing our brain, body, soul connection for powerful growth and healing. It's my intention to use this space to change the narrative that says, if you are healing, you are broken, because it's just simply not true. The way I see it is that growth and healing is at the heart of us continuing to rise and evolve as humans. So if you are someone on a journey of personal growth and healing, whether it be right at the beginning or currently leveling up and really living the fact that the inner work is never truly done, then you're in the right place. And so my love, let's learn, grow, share and raise our consciousness together through the power of vulnerability and storytelling. I'm so ready for this and I hope you are too. So let's go. Hi, everyone, and welcome to this Messy Beautiful Life, the podcast. I'm back today with another beautiful guest, Sarah Brikey. Hi, Sarah. Hi, Erin. How are you? I'm so good. I'm so looking forward to this chat. Thank you for joining me. I know it's very late where you are, and you (laughs) are joining us in your beautiful gallery after an event. So um, we're going to keep that energy and momentum going uh, this morning for me and this evening for you. So thank you. Um, Thank you. I'll just tell a little bit about you and then we'll hand over to you. So you're a certified crystal healer, a dog mom to four fur babies, beautiful, and a a lover of all things crystals. So yes, yes, tell us more about you and your love and joy. Oh, well, thank you so much. So I, crystals have actually served so many purposes for me throughout my life. I had a 20 year healthcare administration career before I started doing what I call my soul work. Mm -hmm. And during that time, you know, we all go through so much stuff (laughs) and there's so many different times in my life where crystals have been such an important part of my life. And, um, when it came time to transition out of my corporate world, and into my soul work, um, there was no question as to what it was mm. supposed to be. So, uh, so here I am in the gallery, uh, and we just had a sip and shop event tonight. Love. So it's ten o'clock here tonight, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it was it was an absolutely fantastic event. You know, anytime that I could be surrounded by people with great energy and fantastic crystals, like I'm all about it. <laughs> mm. What what a joy. And that's like your job. How amazing. It is. <laughs> yes, it is. It's so good. <laughs> yeah. So um, I can relate, like you said, to, you know, leaving that corporate world to being so entrenched in that world and deciding to do something different. And, you know, that, that journey is not for everybody, but I'm so right. for anybody who makes change, who follows their passion. And I love that, you know, it sounds like you are absolutely doing that, which is beautiful. You mentioned, you know, we talk about this messy, beautiful life. You mentioned that the crystals have helped you through some challenging times. Do you want to share that a little bit with us? Sure. So crystals have this really wonderful way of helping us to bring the intangible to be more tangible. Because as human beings, we love having the tangible Mm. things, right? We love having those things that we can touch, that we can see, that we can feel, 
And it can be a little bit difficult for us sometimes to wrap our, our heads and our emotions around things that just right aren't in front of us. Yeah. And, you know, I, like anyone else, have gone through periods of intense and immense loss. And, you know, both from losing immediate family members, but also from losing situations in my life. You know, we all go through it. Any type of a transition, any type of a change, there's loss. And there's a grieving process that goes with that. Mm. So I'll give just a quick example of, um, you know, I've had several of my immediate family members that have passed. My 2012 was a particularly rough year. Both my my brother and my grandmother died within three weeks of each other. Mm. And it was during that time that I really started moving into this energy world with my crystals and really focusing on, you know, what life is just so short. Mm. It's so short and you just don't know. And so I kind of started exploring more. What can I do to bring those energies in? How can I share those energies with others that are going through these challenging situations and emotionally charged situations also? Um, one of the one of the crystals that have been so helpful for me during times of loss has been lapidolite, but also aquamarine, and they work very differently. So lapidolite gives you space to process your emotions. It gives you this wonderful, peaceful, calm sense of uh, like the the calm in the midst of the storm, so to speak. Mm. And it helps to give you that space to move those emotions through so that they don't come up at the most inopportune times because we've all been there Yes, <laughs> where we'll stuff those things down mm. and they just have to come out. And sometimes then they have to come out when you're in the middle of doing something else. And you're like, well, that's not convenient. Inconvenient. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and then Aquamarine is so good at helping us to let go of our attachment to someone's physical presence and take a lot of love and a lot of solace and comfort in the spiritual connection and the love connection that is still there. Because it doesn't matter what plane someone's on. Those are always there. Mm. But of course, as human beings, we want that physical presence. We, that's what we crave. That's what we're actually grieving because we're having this very physical experience here. And so those are just a couple examples of crystals that have been really, really helpful for me throughout times of loss in my life and, and transition. Mm, I'd never actually heard of Lapidolite. I'm just Googling it as we're looking at <laughs> stunning. I don't know how I've never come across this before. So pinky, purple. Purple, yep. Different kind of, there's obviously different versions of it. Like anything, it really reminds me very much of an amethyst. Mm -hmm. um which I love but yeah oh beautiful um so when you say you know I can really relate and really understand to you know this need to make things physical and tangible it's it's a human kind of thing it is and when you say crystals help us to move through these stages how like for someone who doesn't use crystals for someone who's not familiar how is it that they can help us what is it about them that really does support us in whatever it is that we're going through I, I love getting that question because that really does get to the root of how crystals work with people. And as, as souls and as beings, like we inherently know what the healthy frequencies are mm. for the different bodies that make us up 
to be at. So our physical body, our emotional body, intellectual body, our spiritual body, all of our bodies that make us up as our whole being, our souls inherently know what the frequencies are to be healthy in those different bodies. Think about the lives that we lead though, right? There's a lot of external noise. There's a lot of external things that we get bombarded with every day. Yeah. And it can cause us to forget, <laughs> forget the frequencies that are helpful and healthy for us to, to be at in order to healthily in it or in a healthy way. I don't know. Is that a word? Healthily. It is now. <laughs> in a, in, we're going to roll with it <laughs> to, to really in a very healthy way, process and move through emotions, acknowledge emotions. It helps us to know of a way to be present and aware. Mm. And so what crystals do is they remind us of those healthy frequencies. So they're unwavering, very pure frequencies and energies that they have remind our different bodies of the healthy frequencies to operate at. Mm. So yeah. in the case of, oh, go ahead. No, please go ahead. Um, it, as I was talking about aquamarine earlier, another really fantastic thing that it can help with along with the grieving process that I mentioned is it reminds our emotional bodies of the frequency to be at in order to easily let go of emotional baggage. Mm -hmm. So it helps us to raise ourselves, raise our emotional bodies up to that frequency so that that emotional baggage just feels too heavy to hold on to. Mm -hmm. And it feels better to let it go than it does to hold on to it, even though holding on to it is what's familiar. Yeah. Yeah. And so I imagine even, especially it kind of strikes me as you're saying that, especially when it comes to grief, you know, it is almost like this connection to letting go of that feeling has a connection to letting go of that person, which is not, not the case, but in our humanness, I would imagine that that's a pretty strong connection. Absolutely. Absolutely. It is. Yep. Mm. Oh, I love yeah. that. Yeah. And, you know, what you're saying about this noisy kind of world that we live in, we have certainly, many of us, it's not, it, I think it's fair to say many of us have lost our connection to the traditional practices, the things that have been around for many, many years that helped us be more in tune and connected to ourselves. And I see so many people coming back more and more to this way of being and, and crystals being from the earth <laughs> Um, seem like a really, you know, one way for people to really support themselves in connecting back to the earth. So one of the things that I would love for you to share that we've spoken about briefly is how people can incorporate crystals into an everyday practice because I think, you know, we all have different ways of doing our daily practices. Some of us are more routine-based. Some of us are a mm -hmm. bit more all over the place. I would put myself in that bracket. But what advice would Me you too. give? <laughs> oh, great. And what advice would you give to people who, you know, perhaps have known about crystals and want to incorporate or perhaps they're hearing about this for the first time, would love to get started in, in using this in their, their healing or just in their deeper connection to themselves? Yeah, there's so many ways to use crystals. And this is actually like my biggest passion is teaching people how to bring them into their everyday lives. Because I think a lot of people hear about crystals and they're like, it's overwhelming sometimes mm. and there's a lot of conflicting information out there. Um, 
And so I think people can just get a little bit like, well, I don't know what to do. Yeah. <laughs> and there's so many ways. So I'm, I want to talk about for people who are maybe a little bit more structured. And then I want to talk about the people that are in that second category, like we right, are, us. where <laughs> it's just all like, woo. Yeah, right. Perfect. <laughs> so if you are someone that has a reflection or a meditation routine that you go through every day, adding crystals into that are, it, it, you will notice right away how welcoming those energies in and being open to receiving whatever messages, wisdom, insights that they may have for you and help you to connect within yourself also. Opening yourself up for that within those daily practices is going to be a game changer. And the other thing that you can do is be really mindful and intentional about what you what tone or what intent that you want to set for your day. And you can choose a crystal then to connect with in the beginning of your day that is really going to help to reinforce that. That's really going to help to set that stage for the day. Mm, you can, yeah. And it, it can just really amplify that daily practice that you already have and give you another option because there's so many different ways that people start their days. And, you know, if you, if you start your day with a, with a affirmation, maybe a clear quartz will help to amplify that. If you start your day with a, a with gratitude, maybe a golden healer is going to be a really good energy for you to add in with that as well, and to and to magnify that a bit for you. Uh, and and when I say to meditate with them, I know some people get a little bit um, intimidated about meditation if it's not something like maybe you have a morning routine, but meditation isn't one of them, isn't part of your routine. Meditation doesn't have to be where you sit in a quiet space for, you know, 20 minutes and, yeah. you know, it doesn't have to be that. I always tell people, you know what, you can meditate while you're walking. Yeah. You can meditate while you're journaling. You can meditate while you're sewing, while you're gardening, while you're playing with your dogs, while you're playing with your kids. Like what, there's so many different types of meditation out there. Yes. I'm a big, and, I completely agree with you on that. Like I was always like, I cannot meditate because I can't, I can't sit still for 20 minutes and think of nothing <laughs> um, because right. that's what I thought it was. So yeah, I'm big advocate for that. And, and we'll just, just want to kind of cheer that on for anybody who's listening that thinks they can't meditate to encourage them to explore the different types of meditation or, or mindfulness that exists out there. Yeah, absolutely. Cause there's such a huge benefit to it. Yes. And it's a disservice to people who can't sit still. Like those of us that really can't sit, still, like it's brutal. Like yeah. I will sit down and I'm like, <laughs> oh. it's almost mo so like in some cases, I think it can be more distressing this pressure that we put on ourselves for it to be a certain way. And I know there's probably purists out there that, you know, said that is the best form. And I'm sure, you know, that, that on the path to enlightenment, that is way up there, but it, it but it goes back to this thing of progress is better than perfection, right? You know, like do, doing something for ourselves, honoring ourselves in some way by even taking two, three, five minutes is is a better thing than than not doing it. So I'm a big fan of that too. Anyway, I'm sorry. I'm I <laughs> no, that's okay. I completely agree with you completely because you can 
change or set the tone of your day in three minutes. Yeah. Easily. If you are having a completely horrible day and you take three minutes to be mindful, to be present and to connect within yourself, three minutes, what is that? 180 seconds. Mm. And just definitely not going to make it worse. No, but it absolutely can be enough to flip that switch and, and just start it on a different path for the rest of your day. Yeah. So for, so for those of those of you who do meditate, absolutely feel free to add a crystal into your practice. Uh, feel free to welcome that energy in. For those of you that are like us, oh, so go just, ahead. This one, how do you do that? Like, are you talking about like holding in your hand? Is there a, do you give any guidance on that or just leaning into what feels good? So there's a few ways that you can do it. Um, I'm a big fan for those that don't have an easy time sitting down and meditating on their own guided meditations are actually very, very mm-hmm. good. Um, I, in fact, that's something that I, that I do and offer a lot for the people that are in my monthly membership is we do a guided meditation every yeah. month. Um, they get the pre-recorded ones and it's very helpful. I've heard from so many people who can't sit down and quiet their mind enough that it helps them to focus enough to be able to bring that energy in. Yeah. But if you can sit down and you can do it on your own, great. What I do recommend is uh, to place the crystal in your non-dominant hand because your non-dominant hand is typically your receiving hand. So for me, it, it would be my left hand. And since your... we're talking, I've got my little clip. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I love it. But non-dominant hand, yes. Non-dominant hand. And focus on bringing that energy up through your palm, up and it, feel it as it travels up through your arm and bring it into your heart space. And I also encourage you to bring your awareness down into your heart space as well so that you can sit in your heart-centered space along with the energy of that crystal. And just be open because mm-hmm. there's so many ways that we can receive guidance, that we can receive wisdom, that we can receive connection and information. It can be a sight, a sound, a smell, a feeling, a knowing, all of these are ways that we can bring that energy in, but it all starts here. It all starts Mm. in your heart center. Mm, Beautiful. That's really nice. Thank you for that. You're so welcome. So for those of us who are less structured, What's your advice? I'm now that that was really helpful for me, even though I'm not um, a structured person. That I've learned something myself, but hit hit me with it. <laughs> <laughs> so, for those of us that are not structured, uh, taking even just a quick moment to connect like that, like you just mm-hmm. did, can be very helpful. Another really fantastic way to work crystals into your daily practice is through jewelry. I am a huge fan of working crystal energy into my day-to-day life through the jewelry that I choose to wear. So for example, I've got my stack of bracelets here. Now I've got my Apple watch on too, but I've got a Shungite here because I am wearing an Apple watch. I always keep Shungite with it because Shungite is a, a protection energy from electromagnetic frequencies. And so since I'm wearing an actual electronic on my body, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm keeping that Shungite right with Close. it. Yeah. And, and I do the same thing with my phone. I keep a Shungite disc on the back of my mm. phone as well. And, uh, but the other energies then that I'm wearing, I'm, I've got a Howlite, I've got a, uh, which is very calming and soothing. I've had a lot of stress 
going on lately. So this has been on me every day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've got a Labradorite here that is really good for opening up your intuition, opening up your sixth chakra, helps to keep you psychically protected. And I've got a hematite, which is a wonderful uh, negative energy absorber. And then mm. I have some aquamarine here too. Now I'm not actively going through the grieving process right now. Um, the aquamarine for me has been more about a um, processing through emotions, letting go of past limiting beliefs, mm. letting go of some of that baggage that I've been carrying that is not serving me. And so that's why I've been really drawn to wearing the aquamarine lately. Mm. Uh, for my rings, oh, yeah, that, I've that got my blue ring is stunning, stands <laughs> out. Yeah. So this is my Amazonite. Amazonite is an amazing throat chakra energy, wonderful for helping you to sit in your truth, be very comfortable speaking your truth and, and, and getting comfortable being in that space. Cause we aren't always taught how to, how to do that. You know, mm. we aren't always taught how to be okay. Yeah sitting in our truth it can be very uncomfortable right (laughs) yeah I think especially as as women um you know and that's that's hope that's totally changing but I think for you know my personal experiences you know too loud too much you know kind of keep it down keep it to yourself um so yeah 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 and once you can get into that space where you're comfortable there, then it, it's a whole new world. There's no stopping you. <laughs> there is no stopping you. <laughs> so I've got, so I've got my Amazonite. The other really good thing about Amazonite is it helps to set really healthy boundaries in your life. Mm. And that is something. So while I am very comfortable in my truth and speaking my truth at this point, I'm wearing it more now for learning how to set healthy boundaries in my life. Mm. And that goes with healthy boundaries for myself too, right? Like I work nonstop and sometimes it's not good for me. (laughs) So I need to get better about setting those boundaries for myself. And then uh, I've got my smoky quartz on, which is amazing for grounding, gets, takes any negative energy that's around you. Smoky quartz has this really fantastic earth connection Mm. and it will up any negative energy that's around you and it sends it down into the earth and then it draws up this beautiful positive grounding earth energy and surrounds you in that so it's like an uplifter a cleanser and it's really good for organizational energy too which I have none of it inherently in and of myself (laughs) we'll take whatever help we can get thank you (laughs) exactly Beautiful. So then what if someone were either picking a crystal perhaps for the first time or wanting to add to their collection? How what's your advice for how to select a crystal? Is it by, you know, diving into reading, learning, you know, you obviously have an, an amazing amount of wisdom about all of the crystals and what they they can do for us. Would you recommend people diving into that or leaning into something a little bit more intuitive when they're selecting their crystals? So I don't know that it has to be all that involved when you're just getting started. I'm really Mm -hmm. glad you asked this question because 
the very first way that crystal, so I've had a lot of people be like, well, but I just think it's pretty great. That's fantastic. Cause you know what that means? That means that that crystal is already communicating with Thinking you. To you. Yeah, absolutely. And people think that just because they find something pretty, that that's not enough of a reason. Mm-hmm. And it absolutely <laughs> it so is. is. Yes. It so is like, yeah. if you think it's pretty great, go for that one. And the reason is because that is the crystals will communicate with you first and foremost by being visually attractive. Mm. And there's a reason for that. It's because as humans, what do we want to do with something when we find it attractive? We want to touch it. Mm. And it doesn't matter what it is that we find attractive. If we find it to be a crystal, a piece of jewelry, a person, an animal, a piece of fabric. I mean, how many times have you seen somebody wearing something and you're like, oh my gosh, what is that? Yeah. And you want to touch the fabric, right? And that that's just inherent as humans. Like we want to touch things that we find to be visually attractive. And when you do that, you are inviting that crystal into your energetic field, into your energy field. And then it can start communicating with you on an energetic level as well. Mm. So don't ever think, I always tell people, like if there's anybody out there listening that are thinking it's not enough for it just to be pretty, it absolutely is enough. Absolutely. There's value in that. And there's a lot of value in beauty. There's a lot of value in in surrounding ourselves with things that we find to be beautiful and things that we find that feel good in our space. Mm. So, yes, because I've had, you know, I just did an episode a couple of episodes ago about, you know, the fact that um, energy, everything is energy. Energy is everything, you know, like there is no, for so long, I, was made to feel like and I felt like that because I liked to be surrounded by nice things and that I didn't like it when I wasn't surrounded by nice things and I'm not talking about designer things I'm talking about things that had good energy and a good feeling that I was a princess because of that and it was only yeah. like a few years ago that I really realized that no that is my soul that is my intuition that is my entire being interacting with the energy that's around me um Absolutely. So I'm, you know, I'm a big believer in in beautiful, beautiful things and um, surrounding ourselves with people and things and activities that feel good. And I think the more we talk about this, this conversation today, it's where crystals beautifully do fit in yeah. in that category. What would one thing I'll ask one more question before we we have to start wrapping up? Because as always, <laughs> I could keep talking to you forever. <laughs> um, what what are your or what would you say or what are your thoughts to those people that perhaps feel like this just sits in the woo woo category, um, are a bit skeptical about it for whatever reason, and you know, noting that you're not necessarily here to to convert anyone to the world of crystals, mm-hmm. but you know, what might be something you would say to them to spark their curiosity or to help them think about this maybe in a different way. Really, for me, I like I completely agree with you. I'm not here to try to convert anybody. Mm. Um, but I will say this that there have been especially <laughs> so let me I'm gonna tell you a story. Please. Um the, the my years of being in corporate healthcare, you know, the mm. corporate world and the in the healthcare world, of course, I was in a very western medicine. Yeah evidence-based world. Yep. And 
I always kept both a salt lamp and a selenite lamp and numerous crystals also in my office. Without fail, every time somebody walked into my office, the first words out of their mouth would be, it feels really good in here. Mm-hmm. And I am I was surrounded by doctors, nurses, admin, you name it, people coming in and out of my office. And everybody mm. said how good the space felt. And it was the first thing they noticed when they walked in. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, thanks. Yeah, it does feel good in here. You know, and I knew why, right? Yeah. But I'm not going to... But I wasn't going to say something to them because, you know, a lot of times I would get the look like I have two heads. <laughs> and, <laughs> and and that's okay, right? Like, yeah. I'm yeah. not here to try to convince anybody. No. But I will say this, there is a noticeable difference when you have these things in your space, when you allow these things to be near you. And there's nothing wrong with that. Even if it just makes you feel good. And when I say just, I'm not trying to minimize it. I'm Mm. saying this as something that someone like more people can relate to. So even if it is that you feel good because you think that that piece is gorgeous. There is still value in that. Yeah. That is still a reaction it's still it's still reality response, you know yeah. yeah absolutely and I think that and, links back to sorry I think that links back to what we said before about us getting disconnected or, or in this modern world where we're taught that being happy is just not necessarily a priority and or not a reality or like that feeling good is just not enough in itself and mm-hmm. that's just crazy in my opinion it is I agree. It is crazy. It is crazy. And we're taught to work more and hustle harder and, you know, just keeping that, keeping that hamster wheel. And it's, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's 100%. so, it's, it, it really is a grind. Yes, it is. Um, And thank you so much for sharing those, you know, practical little tips. I think that's so, so useful. And I mean, you know, crystals don't have to take up a lot of space either. Um, I'm in Bali. We left home in Australia just over almost 12 months ago now which is scary but you know I so I had to you know we packed everything we owned or had with us into one suitcase each but I have a little collection of my little crystals here I'm not a crystal expert or anything but I know what I love and so you yeah. don't have to take up a lot of space either you know mm-hmm. if, if you don't have a lot of space um you can have them with you you know, in any kind of capacity. I'm a big fan too of, you know, sometimes when I feel like I'm needing a little bit of certain energy during a day, I pop it into my bra, like just tuck it into the. I was just going to say that. Yeah. (laughs) If you don't have pockets, then just pop one in your bra. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So I love that. So thank you so much for sharing with us before we kind of wrap up and let people know where they can connect with you. I would just love to know what truly brings you joy and when was the last time that you did it? Oh, so there's there's several things, but I as it relates to what I'm here to do, and I'm I might get emotional about this because I do every time I talk about it. Mm. When I see somebody have that connection through a crystal with themselves, it's so humbling 
Mm. And it's absolutely beautiful to see. I'm I'm gonna get you like are. every time I talk <laughs> about it. Um it it is so affirming for me of why I'm here. Mm. And it is so affirming for me of the importance for all of us to continue to work towards more connection, more yeah. connection with ourselves, more connection with our loved ones, with the earth. And oh, it just never fails to get me every time, every time I see somebody have that and it's that look on their face and, and you can see it and you can mm -hmm. feel it. And they're like, <laughs> and, yeah. and anytime I get to witness it, that for me is, that's it. That's it right there. Mm. And I think the thing that stands out to me there is that it's not about the crystal at all, really. No. I mean, the crystal is the vehicle for it, but it's the it's the connection. Yeah, absolutely. And I think in the world that we're living in now, in this particular moment, any form of connection to self and to others I think is only a beautiful thing. I completely agree with you. Mm. So, Sarah, how can people get in contact with you? We will obviously pop everything in the show notes, but if there's anywhere <laughs> you'd like to point them to specifically, please do so. Yeah, definitely. So sarahbreike.com is where you can get to anywhere from there. <laughs> so we've got tons of resources on the website. I've written so many blogs about different crystals. We've got a bunch of information um, any of the crystals that we offer for sale, I have hand selected about 90 to 95% of them myself. Quality is very, very important to me. Um, and yeah, just we're on social too. You know, Facebook is one of our, our biggest places to be. We are on Instagram also, but therebreaky.com is, is where you can go to get to any oh, of them. Beautiful. <laughs> it is. And where is your beautiful gallery should people be in your neck of the woods? <laughs> so my gallery is located in Maryland, in central Maryland, in Millersville. And it's right between Baltimore and Washington, D.C. And it's called Breaky Gallery. It's absolutely amazing. This has been this this has been a dream in the making for mm. a long time a long time so beautiful yeah there's something yeah. I mean when we're talking about energy there's something so beautiful about having your own physical space that you can you know create that energy within so that's really beautiful. absolutely and your face just lights up when you're talking about it you're coming <laughs> you're coming to us from it I can see part of this beautiful space um as we're as we're speaking but um thank you so much Sarah for joining me especially so late in the evening for you it has been an absolute joy to hear more and learn more about crystals and just you know to reconnect um, for me reconnecting into the importance and the value of, of using crystals in our practice so thank you so much for joining me thank you Erin I appreciate it and thank you everybody else for listening in. Please connect with Sarah and I and let us know what you think of this episode. If you are new to crystals or if this has inspired you to continue deepening your practice and your use of crystals. Until next time, much love. Bye.